friends namaste and welcome to our sunday edition of words of wisdom gyan ganga on our virat hindustan sangam various social media channels sorry last sunday due to logistic reasons and dr swami's travel we could not do a program but we are back as usual at 8 pm today to another interesting topic the topic is lawlessness in tamil nadu attack on hindu temples the governor and our national identity and for this discussion we have with us three important guests besides our uh, president dr subramaniam swami we have madam chandralekha a former ias officer from tamil nadu the first woman collector and who is also the president of virat hindustan sangam tamil nadu unit we have dr mr venkatesh a ca turned lawyer and uh, who has been on the forefront on numerous debates and an author of numerous books and also we have sri ayer the man behind p guru the author of numerous books who is based in the us but now visiting india and we welcome our three guests to our show i also have to thank my co-host professor arvind chaturvedi from delhi and also ramesh swami for hosting this program together every sunday i also have to thank my technical team our technical team led by ashish shetty tejas navalgol swami nathan ishwar ayer rakesh gadgi and also ajesh nayar from kerala for their background support every sunday to put this weekly program before you audience which is watched in more than 120 countries across the globe and we thank up viewers for their support for this program so without much time i will ask dr swami to start this discussion for the for the uh, information of our viewers you can always go to our website www.vhsindia.org to register yourself as members and also go to youtube anytime after the program during the program or anytime during the week to watch the same program and our past episodes today is the 154th episode in the series of programs we have to enlighten the masses on various topical issues that confront india so with these words it is over to dr subramaniam swami to start the discussion on the lawlessness in tamil nadu attack on hindu temple the governor and then our national identity over to dr swami yeah uh, thank you jagdish uh, uh, the state of law and order in the in the uh, state of tamil nadu uh, is a matter now causing worry to a lot of people uh, there has been a series of incidents uh, we don't have the time to take on every one of them in this particular uh session uh, but i would like to start by saying that two major events have disturbed the people of tamil nadu very much and i would also like you to to know that much less disturbances were caused by anti national forces in 1991 january when uh, i was minister and mr chandrasekhar was prime minister and we dismissed the dmk government which had two thirds majority and it went before the courts and the courts upheld our thing that uh, the job of the center in a unitary state which is ours is not a federal state is all this nonsense that goes on that we are a federal state we are not a federal state we have some federal principles like independent uh, like uh, 
assemblies and so on. But the overriding fact is that the center can overrule the states on matters of national security. And in that, uh, uh, that uh, on, on that background, I would like to say that what is happening in, to, in today's Tamil Nadu is very, very disturbing to people. And uh, particularly the extremist elements who have uh, formed in a, uh, been, are in partnership with the DMK. Uh, they are on the forefront of doing this. Uh, we have had this recent incident of the uh, Ayodhya, uh, uh, you know, some institution where uh, pujas were taking place inside and uh, the government has uh, grabbed it. They, they, were, they were pending issue of the pujaris where I have my Supreme Court is about to hear my petition uh, very soon, it's, uh, it's going to be listed. And uh, where uh, un untrained people have been made pujaris at the whims of the st state government. And the state government continued um, uh, lordship over the temples of Tamil Nadu is in violation of the Supreme Court uh, judgment in the Savanayakar Nataraj temple, which, uh, which case I won in, 19, in 2014. So in this background, what has happened to the governor? is an extremely serious matter. And uh, uh, and the way it has been dealt with is even more serious. So let me begin by saying the governor had gone, uh, according to the uh, letter of complaint written by the ADC to the governor, uh, to the, uh, to the uh, director general of police, he said that we were, uh, we had gone for uh, to, we had accepted an invitation uh, for uh, for a function in Mailar Tuturai, and uh, and on the way, as we reached the place, uh, we found uh, people with black flags, and then they stopped the car, and uh, they managed to stop the car. It's very surprising the governor's car cannot be stopped, and they uh, you know started uh, raising ugly slogans. You. Uh, you know, beating the car with the with the poles, etc. Now, the issue today is not that the incident is bad. What is the state government doing about seeing that such things don't happen by punitive action against those who did it? So here, um, I would like to tell you that uh, the, an FIR uh, was registered, but it was registered late. And you can see it here. The incident happened in the, at 8.30 in the morning, I think. And in, in the FIR was registered only uh, at uh, 6 o'clock in the evening. So why was this delay there? And uh, what does the FIR say? Now, you see right at the top, you see the sections which the FIR lists. And uh, I have got the uh, uh, Indian Penal Code. And they're all weak sections. The section that should have been there and which the governor's ADC's letter had already pointed out that it should be there in their complaint, that I will read out to you, is so specific that this should have been the item, it should have been the uh, crime number, I mean the, uh, the uh, section which should have been for, uh, taken up first. And that says assaulting, uh, section 124 of the IPC says assaulting the president, comma, governor, etc., with intent to compel or restrain the exercise of any law, lawful power. There, there, it was their lawful power having a, a, 
the governor's lawful power to having uh, uh, received an invitation and accepted and he was stopped from performing his role, which was to inaugurate a session. And it goes on to say that um, uh, the assault or wrongly, the assault or wrongly restraints or attempts wrongly to restrain or overalls by means of criminal force or the show of criminal force, just merely the show of criminal force, which was clearly there, and attempts so to overcome, etc., shall be punished with the imprisonment of either description for a term which may extend to seven years and shall also be liable to fine. Now, the sections that have been listed, if you go take the Indian Penal Code and go through it, they are all weak sections. And some are six months, some are, you know, one week. You know, the, the, the whole thing is ridiculous when a governor who is a constitutional authority, he is a representative of the central government. Uh, his, uh, his convoy is stopped. Uh, by whom? If you go down to the bottom of the list, if please, uh, of this page, uh, if, uh, go right to the bottom of the page, there will be the names of those who, who were involved. What does it say? It says CPIM District Secretary. No, I'm not a worker of the CPI. CPIM District Secretary. Then Tandai Periyar Dravida Karagam which is an anti-national organization and a more extreme one than the original one, the Periyar, um, the Periyar created Dravida Karagam. This is a breakaway group, which is wholly, uh, um, you know, supportive of the LTTE even today. And all hostile physical actions against the Brahmin community and upper caste in general. Uh, that, that is the Tandai uh, Periyar Dravida Karagam. Then you go down and it says some methane, <laughs> something, some uh, thing. But the more important one is VCK, which is Tirmavaran's organization. And Tirmavaran, I believe, is in, now in parliament. And for a person of that, uh, whose organization comes there, does this, and he's supposed to, Tirmavaran is supposed to have taken the oath of, of, of being a member of parliament, saying, I'll uphold the constitution. And exactly the opposite is happening. So in this context, I will say that Section 124 should have been included, not being excluded, and not being included, in fact, being excluded, is in fact a deliberate attempt to play down this incident and let go of the culprits free. And I would say that if the uh, Tamil Nadu government doesn't rectify this, this should be appealed in the, in the high courts. And a CBI inquiry should be ordered into the whole into matter. It is the responsibility of the state to protect the governor. And the governor was not protected. And the state had failed to do that. And so the center takes over its responsibility of its nominee, its, its agent, so to speak, in the state. And they should the center itself should order. You don't even have to go to court, in my opinion. The center itself should order a CBI inquiry into the whole matter. And this is what I feel. And I would like to hear what my colleagues would like to say. We are all Tamilians here who have come as experts. And uh, so let us see what the people who are experienced people in our panel today say 
about the whole incident, including other issues where the Hindu religion is being targeted by the DMK government. Over to you, Jagdish. Um, Mrs. Chandralekha, ma'am, you can start. You can start. Madam Chandralekha can give us some inside view. I think, Dr. Swami, viewers want to know how did you get this FIR when their website is being totally pulled down? Can you tell our viewers how did you get this? Uh, how did you get this website? How did you get the FIR when I believe some top-ranking government people are not able to access this FIR? It would be very interesting. I first asked the uh, governor's house, and they, I was told that this is a being treated by the DMK government as secret and, and sensitive and should not be given. Uh, the FIR should not be given. I've never heard of this. This is totally against uh, the IPC. It's uh, <laughs> laughable in any, in any court to say an FIR is secret. FIR is supposed to make clear what the police is doing. So then what did I do? Uh, they, I called up Chandralekha and I asked her, you've been, uh, you've been a collector. Your father was a distinguished uh, police official at the highest rank. And uh, you must now know whether you can uh, obtain an FIR. She said, why obtain? I'll get it for you. And two hours later, uh, it had arrived on my computer. So I thank her for having done that. Go ahead, ma'am. Madam Chandraleka, please go ahead. Uh, Namaskar to everybody. Uh, actually, getting this uh, FAR was a very interesting process. When I sent someone to the police station, one of our VHS uh, district secretaries, Ashok Kumar, uh, the police got very frightened and they told him, Why do you want to put us into trouble? So we can't give it to you. Uh, and they said, uh, We have already sent it to the court. Actually, they had not sent it to the court because Ashok Kumar asked for it. Uh, only after that, even the papers were submitted to the court. So Ashok Kumar went to the court, and from the court, we obtained this affair. Uh, <laughs> so, Go ahead. All this attack on the governor. And earlier, when the governor had invited, uh, he was holding a, a party to celebrate the Tamil New Year's Day, the entire cabinet uh, 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 didn't attend the, the party thrown by the, the governor, and which is uh, not a dumb thing at all. Whatever may be their grievances against the governor, they should have respected that office. They didn't do it. And then comes this incident of attack on the governor. Now, why they are doing this is because the DMK government wants to deflect or divert attention from their massive failure in implementation of the various uh, unimplementable, unimplementable um, promises which had given to the people at the time of the elections. Their manifesto gave, up, gave, gave so many assurances, but none of them have been fulfilled till date. Uh, so naturally, the people are very upset about this. Therefore, they don't want uh, people to talk about it. So they have deflected it through these means they are doing it. Now, may, what are the many promises? First, they said, for every woman, we will give 1,000 rupees a month. So far, nothing has been done. Then they said, when the previous government, uh, the, the DMK government, 
for pongal they gave 2000 rupees per cart so mr stalin said 2000 rupees is too little money when we come to power we will give 5000 rupees but this pongal january no no 5000 even 2000 people didn't get leave alone uh, 5000 rupees then they said that uh, women will uh, can travel free on all the state government uh, run buses so women were very happy but now what has happened is if 20 buses are running only one bus these women can get in and that is not uh, specifically for women it, anybody can get in men also can get in but only okay the women don't have to pay the uh, the fare that's all so that is also a bogus promise which had not been uh, the true sense it had not been implemented then they said in the uh, manifesto that whatever jewel loans had been given to the farmers all of them will be uh, wiped out the people don't have to pay off those loans they will be written off now what they have done is this jewel loan only up to 5 acres of land will be given those who have taken 6 acres of land who have taken a, a jewel loan for them this will not apply then now there is a huge power cut and the government doesn't have the money because they are not able to get the coal which is coal is available at the which is waiting for them at the paradi port but they don't they are not able to bring it because uh, there is there is a massive uh, a coal shortage and uh, people are uh, experiencing about 78 hours of uh, power cut continuously every day particularly in the nights now why this uh, attack on the governor is about uh, 12 bills have been sent to the governor for his assent neat and so many other things but actually though they have been talking about neat neat is not the real problem because in neat actually because of neat now uh, the uh, the children who are studying in government schools have been able to uh, get uh, seats in the medical colleges and able to pay very little fees the the government uh, fixed fees they are able to pay because of the 7.5% uh, reservation uh, that was given to the children coming through the government schools uh, by the previous government but the main one of the main bills which the actually the admk dmk wants is regarding the cooperative societies election now the cooperative societies elections to cooperative societies means loan so many things a cooperative society can do the milk societies and so many other societies so uh, it gives lot of uh, power in the hands of the office bearers of the cooperative society this elections were held in 2018 and those who have been elected have a five year term now dmk one of the bill is that they want to bring down the uh, the duration of the three years that the period they want to cut it down from 5 to 3 so that uh, they can put they can hold elections and by ringing they can bring in their own people into positions of power because naturally dmk had not been in power for a long time for the last 10 years and previously when mgr was alive also they they couldn't come to power at all and jailal tawal's power period also for 10 years uh, the dmk dmk was in power so naturally the the cadres are very upset and they want to be in some position so they can make money why only the family should make money we should also make money so uh, they wanted this cooperative elections so that also governor is uh, holding up and governor has asked certain questions on all these 12 bills for which the government is not ready to give an answer so this is the main problem they have these are the main issues and regarding uh, the anti hindu activity recently in a government school many government schools in kanyakumari district 
the teachers are telling the children bible is very good gita is very bad you should all read bible you should become christians if you read bible and become a christian you can get very good marks but if you pray to hindu gods you will all fail this has been this is being done by all the teach the government teachers they are in government schools and after this was brought to notice of course uh, uh, stalin gave a wishy washy uh, reply saying okay we will take an action but without the encouragement of the, the government this won't have happened so also ayodhya mandapam is not a temple ayodhya mandapam is a, a kind of a prayer hall uh, where people congregate they have pravachanams they have spiritual discourses and mainly uh, for the brahmin community the after the last rites i mean after 13 14 days you have to do various uh, uh, rituals and all that so these are all conducted there and the government took over and uh, so and many other temples who are run by a particular caste they are all being targeted they have been given notice because the government wants to take over so that their own people can be put as eos and uh, uh, other things can happen and they can loot those uh, institutions so these are the various things that are happening generally law and order is always uh, a problem when dmk comes to power in fact during this governor's attack even the chief minister had that audacity to say why did this happen during the admk regime uh, wasn't chennareddy heckle and wasn't acid thrown on chandralekha but acid was thrown on chandralekha they made it an issue and in the con- in the constituency in which i contested karnanidhi didn't even have the uh, magnanimity to leave the seat to me and putting my poster uh, acid uh, scarred face he was asking for vote chandralekha has been attacked so what for dmk when chandralekha was standing as a candidate in the same constituency as a janata party candidate <laughs> so this is the the level of hypocrisy so even assuming that jalita did it doesn't mean that doesn't uh, make but she made a mistake so i can also commit a, 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 a insult a governor that's not a right answer so it's high time some uh, government of india takes certain action against these people because a lot of anti india uh, anti national activities are taking place even the all these ministers and others are calling india not to dr swami was india is a unitary state with the uh, a few federal struct uh, this thing no but these guys are saying the india is not a federation not a unitary state but it's a confederation unria means confederation <laughs> so i they should remember once upon a time when talking about uh, uh, india tamil nadu should become a separate state what happened annadurai and hanu was threatened by the then government so it's high time that uh, this government is put in place these are my few my opening remarks thank you thank you for the opportunity given dr m r venkatesh yeah so good evening everybody Uh, it's a pleasure to share the screen along with dr swami madam chandralekha and of course my good friend uh, shri ayer uh, the dmk party uh, by its genetic composition lends itself for lawlessness that is that is its very nature in the sense it can't live it uh, you can't make a lion a herbivorous you can't make a cow a carnivorous likewise you can't make uh, the dmk uh, do anything which is lawful and uh, they they the very structure of the party the mentality of the party and the uh, very very uh, idea and ideology that drives the party makes it uh, uh, completely prone to lawlessness 
Well, that is something very interesting that has happened uh, the last couple of days in the city of Chennai, uh, which I would like to flag off. All of us uh, recalls a Satangulam incident when two uh, people were brutally uh, you know, assaulted within the police station and they died, succumbed to the injuries. Likewise, an incident has happened in Chennai a couple of days back. Unfortunately, uh, this has happened at a time when DMK is in power. And last time when it happened, it happened when the ADMK was in power and the media, and rightly so, all of us uh, rightly outraged, the media outraged, everybody outraged. But this time around, uh, there's almost uh, uh, hardly any coverage in any newspapers or even local channels. Everybody has been trying to hush it up for reasons best known to them. Uh, even political parties, even uh, I'm told that the guy who has been, uh, 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 you know, assaulted and killed within the police station, it's a Dalit. And the VCK is remarkably silent about it. The Communist Party, which is uh, supposed to champion human rights, is silent about it. So this is about uh, the, the state of law and order in the city, uh, much less in the rural areas. But uh, what happened to the governor uh, in a state where the governor feels unsafe? Uh, you, you can just uh, think of what it will happen to the illiterates and the poor and those who don't have any voice. Uh, Chandralekaji flagged off a series of issues which uh, the DNK feels uh, is pending uh, before the governor. And uh, a couple of days back, I was in the high court. And uh, one of the main issues that uh, was being uh, argued before the first bench was that uh, uh, Nalini's Vidudalai, uh, uh, or, or uh, probably <laughs> they are asking for Nalini and Peralagan's Peralivalan's, uh, 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 shall I say, parole, or probably even uh, uh, see that the entire sentence is commuted and she's uh, let out. Uh, that was the argument being uh, put in. And one of the stumbling blocks is the governor according to the arguments uh, made before the first bench. But I have a larger question here. See, after the Bombay judgment, virtually Article 356 has become an ornamental piece in the Constitution. It, it has lost its sting and zest. It was overused, abused, misused. But now it has become a relic. It has become a relic of the 80s and 90s. It's no longer being having that potency that it should have. And the governor being the agent of the central government, if the central government cannot be also looking at it supinely indifferent and, and just uh, count the stars, uh, I think there is a duty cast on the uh, central government and they, they must ensure that the governor's, governor's physical safety is ensured and the office, the dignity of the office is protected. And for which probably the central government, divorce what I'm talking about, probably maybe having a textual, uh, a contextual reference to what is currently happening in Tamil Nadu. But the central government must also think of ensuring to make Article 356 far more operationable than what it is today. Judgment of uh, Supreme Court, Honorable Supreme Court in Bombay, uh, Bombay judgment has virtually made it impossible for uh, any central government provided only in certain extreme conditions, having uh, you know uh, 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 majority in both houses of the parliament. Then only you can start looking at 356. Why do I say this? Supposing I throw a stone at uh, say Sri Ayas car, that is breakdown of law. But if the police refuses to fire, you know, file an affair against me for throwing a stone at uh, Mr. Ayas car, that is breakdown of law and order. Now in Tamil Nadu, we are, we are used to breakdown of law. That is acceptable, that is understandable, if not acceptable. But what is happening when the governor of the state 
against whom there is a specific provision as uh, dr swami rightly pointed out uh, section 124 of ipc the police now has registered a series of ipc crimes uh, much of which i was just referring to the book uh, as dr swami was speaking all of these are maximum punishable for 6 months 1 month probably uh, bailable within the police station under uh, section 436 of the uh, crpc is all uh, station bail uh, ones not the one which will attract cognizable offenses not the one which is serious not the one which will actually uh, threaten the people with the process of law this is all basically using you know uh, chastising people and saying chalo 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 but the same police which can show so much of aggression on a poor dalit guy and kill him in in the city of chennai and is you know refusing to even cognize these serious offenses against the governor the first citizen of the state so you can see the contrast that is coming out you can see the entire breakdown of law and order missionary in the state and as uh, chandraleka ji uh, rightly pointed out the promises of stalin i think uh, the eternal credit of stalin and dmk they become unpopular within weeks of being elected that is their uh, <laughs> unparalleled uh, you know the ability to become unpopular within such a short time uh, is unmatched anywhere in india so they have broken their promises they they have uh, now they are the state in the start uh, uh, staring at some sort of a fiscal emergency freebies have been promised they have not been able to deliver so the only place they can loot and uh, actually run some sort of administration is the temples even the temple trustee appointment is running into rough weather the high court of uh, madras is frowning on the manner in which uh, uh, the trustees are being appointed and they are also looking at it the uh, the uh, first bench is also looking at one more matter uh, pertaining to the archikas and whether archikas can any any caste any community anybody can come in and uh, sheshamal judgment is very clear that there are only 28 agamas of which 26 belong to the shaivites and 22 belong to the vaishnavites so there are 28 agamas now they are writing their own agamas karnanidhi agama stalin agama and there is kanimodi agama so everybody is writing their own agama and people are claiming to have passed in that agama and trying to come in so this this the hopefully the high court will put an end to but last but not the least i was hoping chandraleka ji will touch upon this like all hindu families traditional hindu families there is huge amount of division within the family and it is hindu divided family now there is a there is a power center with the sister there is a power center with stalin there is a power center with the son there is a power center with a son in law so so many power centers each one pulling the other and the police tell me that whatever little contact i have that though the chief minister wants some sort of law and order that the enormous pulls and pressures by the family previously it was karnanidhi who alone used to exercise power whereas now it is multiple power centers that are tearing apart the police's morale so there we are we are uh, we are what we are witnessing is a complete breakdown of law and order at a very very significant level it is not just that uh, some custodial death or some custodial uh, you know beings there it is the governor of the state who has been uh, targeted and so so the central government must also step in and last but not the least the judiciary has also a role to play and they have also to come in and if if uh, push comes to a shove we would be seeing something serious uh, events that could probably explode in the next few months in the state of tamil nadu with this thank i will over to okay. thank you uh, mr uh, venkatesh i would now request sri ayer uh, uh, a 
of P Gurus to kindly enlighten our viewers and have his views on the whole episode on the attack on Hindus, the governor and our national identity. Thank you very much, Jagdishji. And it's always a pleasure to be on a VHS Janganga Hangout. Um, Sri, viewers, we have a problem I... with your audio. I'm sorry, Sri, we have a problem with your audio. It's cracking a little bit. I think okay. it probably is because of the Bluetooth headset. But anyway, we have a slight problem. One okay, second. try it. Just just go, go ahead. ahead. If go there's ahead. a problem, I'll let you know. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'm not using Bluetooth for uh, uh, microphone. I'm using Bluetooth only to listen. Uh, I hope uh, it gets now it's fine. Okay, I'm now sitting fine. closer. Good, good, good. So um, I have been reporting on P Guru several instances of uh, Hindu temples being destroyed, and uh, you know these things run the entire gamut. And I'm very, very concerned that this government is has total disregard for Sanatana Dharma and Sanatanis. And this uh, person, VCK's chief has said publicly in many meetings that his life ambition is to destroy Sanatana Dharma. Now, if, if any one of us, uh, including Dr. Swami, says even something like anything remotely resembling uh, questioning the asset, uh, assumptions or the existence of other religions in India, you know what's going to happen. And whereas this fellow still roams free. That is my first concern. The second concern I have is how can the chief minister allow alternate centers of power? I mean, it, that shows something beyond my comprehension. Then why is he the chief minister? Why don't you take rotation? At least the people know, okay, this week, uh, Mr. Sabarisan is the chief minister. So all these XYZ issues will be in the front burner. The others will go to the back burner. At least our expectations are set right. And, and more importantly, I'm going to put a question for Dr. Swami by saying something or observing something in this particular governor attack. Uh, Dr. Swami, in the governor attack, the, uh, the news that came the next day was the police as well as the party, DMK, said that nobody from DMK was involved in this. <laughs> nobody was involved in this. Second thing is they said we merely, the, the people were merely showing black flags. Except wow. in vernacular, in vernacular, in Dinamala, I have the, the clipping that I'll be happy to share with the viewers. It's already there in one of my hangouts. I show that. The vernacular clearly said that stones were thrown and that yep. the police had arrested members of these three parties. Dr. Swami, to the best of my knowledge, at least two of these parties contested the recent elections as under the DMK symbol. Yeah. Right. Sir, my question to you is, you have told you are using DMK symbol for a VCK candidate. Why? Because you want the VCK candidate to be treated like a DMK candidate. So how can the DMK now say that we are not complicit? The common man looked at the DMK Udayasuri and Chinnam and placed the vote. Sir, I would like you to explain to the viewers, is there a problem because of this? Is DMK as complicit as the VCK Kachi? Well, see, uh, first of all, let me tell you, once you're elected, it doesn't matter whether DMK is involved or not involved. If, uh, if uh, uh, law and order breaks down, 
whoever may be responsible, you as a government are responsible to put it right. So where is the question that DMK is not involved? Uh, of course, you have also exploded it from a different angle. You are saying that these are DMK partners and uh, the CPM is uh, in fact quite a de facto, they're, they're uh, close buddies. So therefore, uh, to say that and in these matters, the, the chief minister's office would get immediate wireless indication that this is going to happen, that people have assembled together and they're waiting for the car to come and so on. And what was the uh, uh, chief minister doing? What was the chief secretary doing? Uh, yeah, what was the uh, home minister? I think is the same as the chief minister uh, as always in uh, Tamil Nadu. I don't know. But at least the home secretary is there. What was he doing? So I'm, uh, I'm concerned with the fact that they are treating this as some kind of a, uh, a situation where there is no constitution, there is no uh, binding uh, requirements uh, that, you know, everybody uh, can stand up for himself. And uh, if you if, uh, if VCK has done it, then you please prosecute VCK. We have nothing to do. It's your job as a as a police official uh, to uh, to tell the authorities that these are people who have done and we are going to arrest them and let the authorities say no. So I think uh, overall uh, we have to understand that uh, DMK is, as always, has never done what is called as governance. I have uh, personally win, uh, witnessed the kind of things that were done when we dismissed the Chandrasekhar government, dismissed the DMK government. The LTT people injured in their bullet and their firings against when uh, fighting the IPKF, the Indian soldiers, were given uh, prize play, you know, uh, posh places in hospitals for getting their injuries uh, rectified. I mean, they came to India illegally and they, uh, then Karunanidhi government put them in the hospitals. In the same way, uh, Mr. Karunanidhi used to hold briefing sessions for baby Subramaniam and uh, people like that and tell them what the center has told them and uh, that they should take this care, that care, but this is what the center has told. So there was uh, the, the whole concept of constitutional, constitutional had broken down. So here too, we are seeing in a smaller, uh, in a smaller way, we are seeing the constitution breakdown. So my question would be more like this. What is the BJP in Tamil Nadu doing about it? Number two, what is the center doing about it? I mean, I, it, it, it should have, they should have immediately reacted and called for from the chief minister a report and saying, please tell us what you have done and what you have, uh, uh, where you are. The center's apathy to the flight of Tamilian uh, uh, Democrats is something so appalling that, that that also needs to be highlighted. Yes, Jagdeep. Ramesh, Ramesh ji, you also have some Tamil background, so let us <laughs> you have not, your views. Not, not some, in total. <laughs> No, I mean, if, uh, Dr. Ami, thank you. This was fascinating. You clearly highlighted what the critical section of the IPC is missing and said it is very important. And I mean, it is, I don't understand how the uh, the the governor's council is not, I mean, is, is keeping quiet about all of this. It's very surprising that it is not, they have not issued a press statement for all for matters. Why cannot they issue a press statement 
saying that we were attacked. We tried to do this, but it's not happening. So basically, people need to know. Otherwise, what's happening is they're saying the police has taken action. Um, just as the FIR that you were talking about, Swami, uh, we try to look it up. Uh, but if we try to look up the FIR today, it is saying the record is not available. <laughs> you I mean, mean it's surprising that if you go put the FIR number and I put the police station, it says it picks up the FIR number correctly. It shows it is Maila Dudurai, but it says record not available. How is it possible? <laughs> I mean, I'll quickly try to show it to you, see if that is working anyway. Not available means it has disappeared to the court. No, no, they can hide I it. Know that, I know that. I know that. Not available. I don't know what this means. You know? I didn't upload it. <laughs> uh, or probably they could have just blocked this particular FIR. You know? Yeah, that's so, right. Thankfully, Chandalaika was a support. She was able to obtain it. But it, it is very bizarre to say that, you know, this record is not available. And, and for all you know, after the DMK, Ma'am Chandalaika or uh, MRV can correct me if I'm wrong. The attack on Hindu temples has increased uh, to a large extent after the new regime. I mean, I, I think what they are trying to do is, in my personal view, is they're trying to check how far can we push this? You know, how far are these Hindus going to take nonsense? We're going to continue to dismiss nonsense. Let's see how far they go. Because they have not touched, I'm not saying they should, they have not touched any other religious institutions. Why only Hindus, right? I mean, if you're saying that you're, you're uh, I mean, if you're an atheist, everything do you think or oh, the only temples are built on i mean they're claiming the porombok land or something then why is the only temples that are being built that way and what about all the other institutes occupying temple lands so if you think that if a temple is occupied a government land what about the temple land that the hr and ce administration is managing how are you allowing other buildings even a church a school how are you allowing those things to happen why didn't you destroy those buildings right it's sheer hypocrisy as madam chandalika put it out it's absolute hypocrisy of the government if you do one side you say that oh i'm going to remove all temples that's occupying government land or anything like that do that for the uh, temple land also which is under your administration right yep. i mean so it is apparent that whether i maybe mrb hinted at that stalin has very little control over the riffraffs in the I mean, dmk because that's the party that is the nature of the party full of uh, you know goons and he has no control. He's trying to do something else. And we have multiple, it's a multi-headed Hydra that's running out there. And each have their own set of venom spewing system. And the easiest target are Hindus. DMK stands for Tillumul Karagam. <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, it is shameful. But unfortunately, the Hindus in, in Tamil Nadu uh, oh, have passion. no backbone. And even if they attack Brahmins, I mean, seriously. There are hardly 2% of the population, yeah. right? Uh, why do you attack 2% uh, of the population? Obviously, we uh, Brahmins don't have spines. I mean, they have no backbone. They What they do is go by what they believe in. I mean, I'm not saying it in a negative way, but they're an absolute majority. Nobody supports them, even their own kind. That, a lot of incidents are there that their own kind don't support you, right? I mean, they immediately say, okay, my, my sect is different from your sector, or my agama is better than your agama. We fight within ourselves. There is no unity, sadly. When you talk about Hindu unity, the first granular level among the Brahmin unity doesn't exist. That is very sad. And that is why we have been taken advantage of, literally. Yeah. It will support you, is it? Padmahatma Sheshadi school, only I came. Nobody has came. Nobody. Brahmin. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. And you were targeted because it's supposed to be allegedly a Brahmin school. Dr. Swami, when Periva was arrested, we were the ah. only person that came ah. out, but not even one yes, organization. 
came out and fought and saying this is nonsense. Okay, everywhere yes. everyone was afraid. Oh, what will Jailita do? <laughs> yes, even, even I was told that and, she will do this. <laughs> and they are attacking in even recently. I think yesterday, ma'am, and MRV, you can correct me that in uh, Vailor Murugan Temple. Was it Vailor Murugan Temple? MRV? No, 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 no. That no, Murugan Temple, know. somewhere the priests are being, uh, you know, that yes. I mean, a one year old trained priest. Yes, being, uh, it's Vailor Temple. It is as good as a seasoned surgeon is being displaced by a guy who just passed out MBBS yesterday and saying they are equal. No, no, not even an MBBS by a quack. Quack by a quack, <laughs> not, even, not even a diploma level guy. You are allowing him to operate. How is that possible, Dr. So would you allow yourself to be operated by such a quack? That is that's where the the end. It is easy and they are trying to push the envelope so much. See how far the Hindus are ready to bubble. The moment we say no, we have to first unite and say no, then they will know the might. Because what they don't, they are very confident of is we are a bunch of goats or sheep, like what you said. You know, we are Hindus, a bunch of sheep. One tiger is enough for a thousand goats. That is the attitude that they have in their mindset today. You mean Tamil Nadu Hindus? Correct, Tamil Nadu Hindus. I'm just, because the topic is Tamil Nadu, I'm just talking about Tamil Nadu Hindus in general. Yeah, okay. Well, Jagdish, okay, I think we have hit the Arvind. Arvind, since it is a Tamil Nadu issue, I'll just make one mention here. Right from inception of this Stalin government, the government has taken an anti center stance. Everything that Delhi does. Chennai starts opposing. This is Stalin's rule. Even for the NEET exam, they passed a resolution in the assembly. And none of the, the, the other Tamil parties spoke on this issue. They were totally opposing center government on the NEET uh, exam. And they were passing their own uh, uh, rule that they will have their own exam. And they will not follow the center government. BJP did not speak or Anna DMK did not speak or any other leader did not speak on this. One, two, uh, there has been a tradition of uh, state government opposing the governor and vice versa. Uh, starting from 1993, I remember when the uh, uh, Chenna Reddy was the governor and Jayalita was the chief minister. You know what kind of confrontation they used to have. And this history continues. And my third point, any other speaker can also react. This is not unique to Tamil Nadu. We have seen in Pondicherry. Kiran Bedi was opposed by the state government. The, the, the uh, Kerala, Arif Mohammad Khan has been opposed several times. West Bengal, of course, we know that Jagdeep Dhankar and Mamta uh, Banerjee have a confrontational issue. And whether it is uh, several other states. So, I mean, uh, my question to Dr. Swami, especially when he has so much experience in politics and parliamentary uh, issues, that should the institution of government uh, governor be banned or stopped <laughs> or do, done away with? Does it serve any purpose? Well, uh, we are a uni uh, unitary state, and therefore we need uh, the representative of the center in every state. And so, uh, to abolish uh, governor's uh, position would be to create a total uh, di disintegration of India. Uh, you may have incompetent people as governors, uh, 
uh, well, you can have incompetent people as uh, prime ministers also. So that doesn't mean democracy should be, uh, you know, scuttled. Uh, I think we should now start, uh, you know, raise public opinion uh, to see that uh, people of some quality, some ability are posted as governors and not meek people. And I'm, I must say that the Tamil Nadu government uh, and the governor, governor's house, I'm not talking about the governor himself, governor's house has been extremely uh, timid. For instance, even to give me a, a FIR copy, they say, you know, uh, officials in the uh, um, governor's house said, uh, oh, no, you see, it's a, now a very sensitive matter and is now being regarded secret. I told him in, in criminal law, uh, FIR is not supposed to be secret. It is supposed to make public what the press is, uh, people, uh, police is going to do. So I am saying that is the problem. We have not educated our people on what the de what democracy means and where you can take a stand when you cannot stand, take a stand. And I'm uh, saying to you that uh, uh, this is a problem which is uh, all over the country today. But in Tamil Nadu, it has been running for the last 50, 50 years, 50, 60 years. Uh, so uh, let us then um, um, uh, make the center. Now we should ask the center. Please take a, make your stand clear, and they should people should get up and speak. Uh, and uh, what is the opposition doing? What's the Congress doing? Congress is too afraid that the DMA won't give them seats in the next election, and none of them will get elected. So this, this is the uh, whole thing that has come down to. It's just a a, a bizarre situation. We don't have a law issue of law. We don't have an issue of constitution. We have a question. Of who can buy and sell more? I think when you just mentioned hit right when you ask the governor's council's office to give you the FIR, huh. they what is their sensitive? Because it is sensitive because they were not able to force the police to file. You mean one twenty? You said one twenty three, right? Section one twenty four. One twenty four. One twenty four. So they feel ashamed that they were not able to into that. Maybe that's why they didn't want to. No, show no, they you. may not have. They may not have access to the document. Oh, I mean. Ah. You know, my the governor's office is so helplessness, they may be not having access to the document. That only proves that. Isn't it? I'll tell you the one organization which instills some respect is, in fact, VHS. I mean, our chap goes to the police station all alone, and the police station gives him proper hearing and tells him what can be done, what not. And we got it. We got the FIR. Um, uh, by the method described by Chandralekha. So why? Because each of our VHS people are ready to stand up for each other and we are ready to go the, the distance. And that uh, that is what we need the population of Tamil Nadu to do. If they can stand up and support people who are willing to fight for them and not just uh, you know take the benefit and then forget about them, that is, that uh, that, that uh, rotten culture is got rid of. I think Tamil Nadu will improve overnight because, after all, we are the, one of the most educated states in the country. Sri, you have some words, Sri? Yeah, I know. I, I have a comment to, Go ahead. Are I have a comment to make. Although we know the DMK government and the DMK guys or the ministers or the cadre are useless. When people voted for Modi government at the center in 2014 and 2019, they were on three important issues. Good governance. Hindutva principles 
and to fight corruption. Now in Tamil Nadu, just by blaming the DMK, some blind bugs are just interested only in blaming the DMK. But you are in power at the center. Yeah. The national identity is being challenged. The Hindutva principles are being challenged. And the good governance, which they claim Modi had good governance of Uttar of Gujarat. All that tree has come into play. Dr. Swami has been saying what central government has what type of powers. So it is also the central government to act decisively in the matter. The Hindus of Tamil Nadu are looking at the center for protection. And I think Dr. Swami is right. The BJP cannot hide behind saying it's a state government matter. It is time for them to also act decisively. In fact, I would like Dr. Swami to, he has already commented, but say something strongly because he has a, a minister in Chandrasekhar's government when the then governor was refusing to toe the line Barnalaji, Dr. Swami should give us some example of what he did and how the central government could intervene. Yes, that time the governor was in the, uh, dismiss, uh, in the question of dismissal of the DMK government. The governor refused to put a signature on the document. And uh, so he thought that uh, once he refuses, no, I can't do anything. But uh, Indian constitution... Uh, drawn up by a large number of experts led by Dr. Ambedkar is one of the most astute constitutions in the world. There was one small uh, extra line uh, which says on the advice of the governor or otherwise. So what does that otherwise mean? It means it gives you free hand. So we said to hell with the government. Governor, I went straight to the uh, as law minister, I went straight to the president of India at that time, Venkatraman, and told him, put your signature on this and we will do it. And of course, uh, it took a little cajoling, but ultimately Venkatraman put the signature and we dismissed the DMK government without the consent of the governor. So, therefore, the constitution has got enormous power, but they must learn to use it or have the guts to use it. Not think about whether in the next election the DMK can be a partner of the BJP. That should be the consideration. That, you know, let's not alienate them uh, because then they may not come with us or they may not help us in this or that. So this is the problem. The timidity of the Tamil people and the selfishness of the central government is responsible for today's mess in Tamil Nadu. Thank you, Arvind. You will have to sum up. We are running out of time. Yeah, the, thank you. Uh, like every Arvindji, uh, Arvindji, uh, just she wants to just say a few words and then you can jump. Yeah, okay, sure. very, very quickly, very quickly. I'm I'm kind of disappointed with this uh, optics that is on being put on show. Dr. Swami, a few days before the Ayodhya Mandapam was taken over, Governor R. N. Ravi made a visit to that place. Same way, now, instead of cracking the whip, why is Amit Shah just going and giving speeches in Tamil Nadu? <laughs> yes. So, what do you expect him to do? He is the Home then, Minister. 255, home minister. 256, all these are ah. there. 356 comes later. Yeah, 256 can write, a, Amit Shah can write a letter to the Chief Minister and said, give me an answer to why this has happened. 
hardly anybody has read 256, but I used it quite a, extensively in 1991 before we went through the uh, thing. Uh, the power of the center to ask the state government to explain or show cause is in Article 256. There is a power in 247 that if it is necessary, center can appoint a district magistrate of a senior rank of the senior most uh, district magistrate appointed by the mm -hmm. state government. That means he can overrule the uh, state uh, district magistrates. So there are plenty of power. It's a unitary constitution. People have not read it properly and they go on talking about federalism, federalism. Where is the word federalism used in the constitution? Anywhere. Not at all. Because the freedom fighters knew that India is now coming out of, on its own after a very long time. We have to make sure that the country doesn't break up. And therefore, they drew a constitution which was unitary. Not a word of... Push the envelope, Dr. Swami. That's exactly what the DMK government is trying to do. They're seeing how far do we push and still the government, the central government wakes up. You know, let's see. Yeah. That's what yes. they're trying. No, I'm going to push more, push more, push more. That's what they're trying to do. Arunji, yeah. go ahead. Dr. Okay. Swami, before that, yeah, Dr. Swami, please tell our viewers, because many viewers are having doubts. Did Periyar not say that he doesn't want to be part of independent India and still wanted to be under the British rule? Yes. Two things. First, E.V. Ramaswamy Nayakar, known to many Tamilians as the Periyar, he had asked Jinnah first to make him part of the coalition in demanding separate country. And Jinnah told him, go and do your own work. Don't try to, uh, you know, ride my back. I will not include you in our front. Then he, in the, on 15th August, and this is available in writing, in documentation, uh, the uh, E.V. Ramaswamy Naikar went to the governor's, uh, uh, it was called governor's palace that time, uh, or uh, uh, governor general or whatever it was, the, the, the title. He went to the palace 15th August and said, let the British go from every other state, but not from Tamil Nadu, please. He pleaded that and they explained to them, uh, it was explained to him, that is not possible because this is a decision taken by the British Parliament. So, yes, anyone who wants to debate on this issue, I'm ready. Anyone who wants citations, please go and do your homework. Go to even Google. Even you go to Google and ask, did Mr. E. V. Ramaswamy Naikar visit the governor, uh, British governor general or whatever he was called um, on 15th August and say, Britain, British should stay on in Tamil Nadu. You'll get the answer. Arunji, oh, ma'am, do you yeah. want to say anything? No. Okay, okay. okay. Arunji, go ahead. Uh, conclude. I think that two remarks are very important. One, what Dr. Swami said in the in the end about the E.V. Ramaswamy Naikar. So maybe DMK is following in the footsteps or the policy of E.V. Ramaswamy Naikar. Number one. Number two, what MRV said that DMK has its nature. And uh, if they, they, to have indiscipline, uh, and and DMK is continuing is true to its nature, uh, and put the, these things together, and I think we have the today's scenario. 
all the four uh, members of the expert panel today they are all experienced in the civil life and uh, uh, journalism dr swami has been in parliamentary democracy for several decades now and these views expressed by dr swami shri ayer mrv and madam uh, mr chandralekha they are valuable and i think the dmk government uh, i hope uh, some representative of dmk government is listening to this program or watching this program and they should listen to the views expressed by the expert panel here and they should learn something and learn how to govern and this confrontation between the state government and the governor though my question uh, remains unanswered maybe it is a Uh, uh, useful for uh, us to debate some other time whether the office of the or institution of governor is required in India or not. Uh, maybe uh, in the light of the other uh, examples of other states, maybe we discuss later. Thank you, Dr. Swami. Thank you, Mr. Sri Ayer, Mr. Uh, M. R. Venk, Dr. M. R. Venkatesh, and uh, Ms. Uh, v. S. Chandralekha. Thank you, Jagdish. Thank you, Ramesh Swami, for being with us in this program. thanks the uh, technical team led by ashish shetty gadgi rakesh ishwar ayer swaminathan tejas vishal mehta and ajesh nair we will be coming up with the next topic uh, on next sunday 8 pm uh, in, in the birth of wisdom gyan ganga with dr subramanian swami and uh, the uh, other members of the expert panel uh, sunday 8 pm be with us till then namaskar jai hind